0: Hey gang, this is Trent Schatteker, chiropractor and advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Welcome to today's tick. For each week we study a chiropractic principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thank you for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. R. W. Stevenson states, If there's interference with the innate forces, there's a lack of adaptation. A lack of adaptation means that universal forces will work uncontrolled. Uncontrolled universal forces injure tissue cells or make them act within coordination. Incoordination results in unsound tissue, hence a state of dis-ease. R.W. Stevenson. In today's Tick, we're going to grow in our understanding on a common question that I hear quite often in practice. What is does it mean by holding my chiropractic adjustment? As you listen, make sure you share us with your friends, classmates, and colleagues, and feel free to tag us at today's tip. Now let the class begin. So have you ever been to your chiropractor's office or practice and your chiropractor makes a comment that you're holding last visits adjustments well? but you have no idea what that means, but it sounds good, so you just go along with that statement and smile. Or maybe you're a student and you hear a chiropractor talk about holding the adjustment, but it just doesn't make complete sense. Today, we're going to dive right into what that means, and we're going to dive into how holding the adjustment is a state of adaptation, You see chiropractors are known for having their own professional language at times and this would be right up that same alley in conversation mode with holding something. What does it mean by holding the adjustment? How do you get adjusted and hold? But before we dive into what holding the adjustment is and why it's a good thing, let's quickly review what your chiropractor is referring to. So The chiropractor's objective is to locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of areas within your spine that are out of relationship with each other, and it's causing interference in very important or vital messages being carried through the neurological system. We refer to these messages as mental impulses. These specific displacements in the spine with the bones on the nerves are referred to as vertebral subluxation. So the bones within the spine are designed to protect and direct the nerves through proper relationship with each other and the surrounding tissue. But when that relationship and spinal integrity is lost or displaced, there's neurological interference resulting in that displacement. And the chiropractor can determine specifically which vertebrae are creating that interference in the mental impulses. And the chiropractor is specifically facilitating an adjustment to restore proper relationship and function in that area of your body. And so another way of looking at vertebral subluxation is comparing it to a short circuit in essence. And so the vertebral subluxation is similar to The short circuits in your house, if you've got a circuit breaker downstairs in the basement or out in your garage, and the fact that they can create resistance on the energy flowing through the wires or the energy flowing through your neurological system, the difference between the house and your body is there's messages being carried through your neurological tissue, whereas your home, it's a power on-off scenario. But uh, when one of those vertebrae displaces, it's very similar to, and, it, and that alignment is displaced, it's similar to that circuit breaker flipping from on to off, and that breaker literally turning all the energy off to wherever those wires go. A little bit different in the human body in essence because subluxation is not a complete... Disproportionate on off scenario. It is a percentage and it usually is so small and finite, it's asymptomatic and usually can't even be determined from your perspective, the consumer, that you have subluxation until years and years and years of accumulated uh, dysfunction displacing and interfering with the body's innate intelligence. And so the correction of vertebral subluxation is similar to flipping that circuit breaker on, off in your garage or basement. It's accomplished through a chiropractic adjustment, which therefore opens up the communication pathway and highway. And so when the chiropractor locates, analyzes, and assists the vertebrae into a normal state of function with a gentle pressure or line of drive of uh, amount of force or a tool that facilitates it, that allows the neurological system to be free of interference, which therefore allows normal function to occur throughout the body due to adequate nerve supply. So the chiropractic objective is creating or facilitating these adjustments, but the criteria for whether or not the adjustment is still in effect is how we determine whether or not someone's holding the adjustment. So adjustments may feel similar from visit to visit at your chiropractor's practice, but the actual identity of the specific vertebral subluxation with the listing and the position and the segment on whether or not that's the same from visit to visit can easily be distinguished by your chiropractor from the palpatory position. So when the chiropractor is analyzing the spine, they can determine whether or not you have a C1 subluxation compared to a C2 subluxation or whether or not you have a C2 subluxation compared to a C3 subluxation. And that different, different differentiation in listings or segmental patterns of where the subluxation is from visit to visit is what's being referred to with holding the adjustment. You see, vertebral subluxation is more than just a misalignment or a fixation due to spastic muscles within the spine. It's more than that. Vertebral subluxation is defined in the original chiropractic textbook written by R.W. Stevenson over 100 years ago as the following. A subluxation is a condition of a vertebrae that has lost its proper juxtaposition with the one above or the one below or both, to an extent less than a luxation, which impinges nerves and interferes with the transmission of mental impulses. So that definition includes interference with the transmission of mental impulses. And what that means is it's not just a structural issue. It's also a metaphysical or vitalistic issue as well. There's there's a a direct insult to the body's capabilities of normal function on the nerve tissue. So along with the criteria for the malposition of the vertebrae compared to the one above or below or both, the definition of subluxation requires there to be interference on the transmission of mental impulses. And this interference with transmission of mental impulses through the neurological system is what makes the subluxation such a negative functional detriment to your body's well-being. And the adjustment facilitates restoration of not only the proper functional or structural relationship, but also less interference on the neurological tissue, which takes it from a negative detriment to a positive restoration. And so the lasting effects from the adjustment from one visit to the next is what the holding the adjustment is being referred to. And the restoration that results from the adjustment literally creates a state of cohesion within the physiology. A cohesion is uh, what R.W. Stevenson's discussing with the act of holding the adjustment in his Chiropractic textbook that I often refer to because it is just so full of information. And if we look at the definition, if we look at the restoration through the lens of cohesion, and we look at the definition of cohesion, cohesion is literally holding together of parts, holding, holding together. And so that's what holding the adjustment means. You're you're still in a state of cohesion. And to have cohesion, it requires the necessity to have unity cohesion requires unity it's holding together it's unity and if you look at holism you look at health health really is being more whole you have less less dis uh disrelationship within your body you want things to be working together in unity and if there's interference on the body's forces or energy and communication, neurological communication, mental impulses, there is going to be a lack of unity, a lack of cohesion. And when the chiropractor performs their analysis to determine where to facilitate that adjustment, the different differentiation between one segmental listing of neurological interference compared to the next segmental listing is how we can differentiate on whether or not the visits different from last adjustment to the current adjustment. So R.W. Stevenson uses a lot of old language in his book and one of the, the words that he uses quite often is universal forces and universal forces could in today's terminology be referred to as stress. And stress is what creates the subluxation, and uncontrolled universal forces or stress literally can injure your tissue cell or injure your physiology, which creates a state of incoordination. And incoordination is a lack of unity, a lack of cohesion. Okay. And incoordination results in unsound tissue, is what R.W. Stevenson wrote about over a hundred years ago. And so visit to visit, the patterns of where you need to be adjusted is giving the chiropractor the capability of looking at your inner physiology on how well things are acting in a state of coordination. If there is holding patterns taking place from visit to visit, that's a good sign, folks. You want to be holding the adjustment. You want to go one week to the next week, uh, requiring different chiropractic adjustments. Different chiropractic adjustments mean that you're holding. And so Stevenson's terminology with cohesion after the adjustment is a state of condition, which is what chiropractors are referred to as holding the adjustment. And factors that contribute to holding the adjustment is something I hear in conversation quite often after the adjustment, and and the question comes: What can I do to help promote what you just did? And I look at well, I look at the chiropractic adjustment as a two-person sport. It's uh, you know you need to show up to your chiropractor's office and receive the adjustment first and foremost to benefit from uh, f- from it. You need to do it again, but it's also on the other side. What you're doing at home actively influences. Holding the adjustment? How much health promoting factors are you putting into your well-being or into your quality of life? So in order to hold the adjustment more effectively and and in order to make the adjustment last longer, being proactive with your lifestyle choices is going to influence holding the adjustment. And lifestyle choices, proactive lifestyle choices include your chiropractic care. So every time you visit the chiropractor's office in a proactive manner, you're coming in asymptomatically, but you're coming in for wellness care or wellness visits, which means, hey, you don't have a lack of, uh, you don't have a manifestation of disease. You have a potential opportunity to be less than whole, and you want the chiropractor to determine areas of your physiology that are not working in unity together, which we refer to as vertebral subluxation. And when you receive the adjustment, that puts more holism back into your body, which therefore influences the last visit and the previous visit. And so they kind of build upon each other. But on top of being proactive with your adjustments, being proactive with what we have referred to in the previous episodes on here, you know the five necessities of a positive physiology. You're looking at sleep, you're looking at nutrition, you're looking at movement, you're looking at um, uh, the ability to adapt, neurology. You're looking at the things that your body physically needs to stay alive, and you're doing those things on a daily basis, and you're striving to make it consistent and not something done when your body's in pain, uh, which would be more of a reactive approach. And that's a different conversation for a different episode. And so holding the adjustment can be influenced by the things you're doing at home and can be influenced by being consistent with your adjustments. And to wrap this conversation up with, you know, the purpose of the adjustment to promote restoration and cohesion of the physiology within your body let's just remind ourselves that the greatest impact on promoting the ability to hold the adjustment longer due to the objective of removing interference in the neurological system would be your next visit. Mentor and friend of mine, Mark Romano, always says the, the most important chiropractic visit is the next visit to determine whether or not you need that same adjustment for repetition on the soft tissue ligaments and and muscles to reinforce the message or to remove maybe a more underlying subluxation that's been there for years, which is put in interference on the neurological system, which contributes to the actual existence of other subluxations. So being under care is going to be your greatest advocate for holding the adjustment more effectively. And interference to the neurological impulses canon is very often if not all the time asymptomatic in essence on the on the mental impulse and so being proactive and consistent with your chiropractic visits is going to create a longer lasting hold um from top to bottom not not just necessarily on that specific vertebrae or that specific subluxation that got adjusted but looking at you from the holism perspective, it is going to promote better holding across the board. So visit your chiropractor and have a conversation about holding and how well you're holding the last visit. I love having this conversation in practice. It's one of my favorite tools of education from visit to visit. I document where I adjusted them last visit and I can look and I can compare where they're at on this visit, and that gives them an idea of the benefits to care that are taking place right underneath our hands. Thanks for joining us on this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I look forward to our next one. We'll see you there. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As BJ Palmer said, you never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we'd like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.